Welcome to Against All Odds. Cousin Sal here. My degenerate trifecta is taking a break. They're thawing out as the Winter Olympics are over, which means one thing. We're only 886 days away from the next Summer Olympics, 2024 in Paris. Now, while producer babyface Joel Solomon tries to track down the Finnish cross-country skier with the frozen penis so I can present him with a gold medal, it reminded me this past summer... We had some gold medal winners on Against All Odds. Chelsea Gray from the U.S. women's basketball team and men's freestyle wrestler Gable Stevenson. They were great. And in case you missed them, we're going to run them back right now. So please enjoy these interviews. But first, let's take a quick break. All right, here she is, our guest today, a four-time WNBA All-Star, WNBA champion. And last week, she became an Olympic champion as a member of the U.S. women's basketball team. And more importantly, she allowed me to cash in thousands of dollars on my bet for the U.S. to win the most golds. American hero Chelsea Gray is here. What's up, Chelsea? Hi, how are you guys? Everything's great. Uh, it's good to have you. I see you've taken the medal off. I mean, this is, it's not even a week and you already <laughs> took, I've ha- I'd have that it's, thing on for months. It's, it's never too far away. It's never oh, too there far away. Ah, nice. uh, it's beautiful. Is it heavier than people might imagine or just? You know, when it's that, when it was put around my neck, I, it was a lot heavier than I thought. Really? I thought it was like, you like, you had medals when you were growing up. Yeah. yeah and so yeah. You, that was my close experience of holding up a medal. So it, it's pretty heavy. Like I've had it in my bag. I'm like, something's in here. And I feel like it's like another computer or something's <laughs> in there, but it, it is a lot heavier. They put computers in the medals. It's amazing what they think of. <laughs> uh, that, that gold medal game against Japan, you won 90-75, right? You won by 15. It seemed like you could have won by 30. Were you surprised how much you guys dominated out there or are you just in such a rhythm that it doesn't matter anymore? Once we started in a rhythm, I mean, it was only up from there. Um, there were still those moments where we thought we could play a lot better than what we did. But just like our attention to detail in every moment in each game, even in the pool play, like that was going to prepare us for the medal rounds. And so when it came to that final game, you know, it was just putting it all together, what we had been talking about during film or during practice. And it was just a great feeling out there and everybody, you know, working hard for each other. You took care of business. You now you've played, you had the advantage. I think this is an advantage. You played in Israel and Spain and Turkey. So it was probably less of an adjustment for you, but I bet a few, at least a few of your teammates, this was one of their first times going overseas and competing, right? Um, I think everyone has had a, almost everyone has had an experience with like international play or the nice. ball or sometimes the rules. Like for example, um, the defensive three second rule, like that's allowed in the FIBA rule. So we were, we were used to going in and out of the key when on health side and it's like, no, you can just stand there and camp out a little bit. So yeah. that was a little bit different. The ball, um, has some differences. Um, so that was the main thing, you know, basketball is basketball, but just the way people set up defensively and offensively has a little bit, a little bit of a difference. Yeah. Now let me, cause you beat the home team, right? Basically. Right. Yeah. So you, what yeah. happens when you walk, normally you walk into a sushi bar and the chefs like greet you in unison, they say hello, but what did you get an extra when you go in a sushi bar in Tokyo? Do you get like a, Extra praise or do they ignore you? What happens when the American? We act, we actually weren't able to go into a sushi bar. So I'll let what? you know when, <laughs> when that happens. We were kind of, we were pretty much in a bubble. So we weren't able to go anywhere. That kind of stinks. And they made you sleep or was that overstated? Did they make you sleep in cardboard boxes? 
We actually stayed in a hotel. I do know that some, I have some friends on different teams in different countries mm-hmm. and they're underneath there is a, a cardboard underneath, but I, I personally cannot attest to like what that felt like, the experience or anything. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Also, they would have to use a lot of cardboard on basketball players, right? Um, how was it with the men's team in the crowd? You rooting them on, them rooting you on? Because it, it, it's weird playing in front of no crowd, right? That at least, no matter where you are, that's got to be strange. But um, was, was there a fun camaraderie between the two squads? Yeah, I think like going into Japan, I think a lot of people didn't know if this was actually going to happen, be able to take place in the way it did. Yeah. And so walking into there and I know like past Olympians were like, oh, it's usually loud and everybody's excited. And you just hear our men's team <laughs> chanting us or running onto the court. So it was a pretty cool experience to have that, I don't know, moment in which, you know, we're the only ones in the crowd and it's like, okay, let's go guys. Like let's, let's get this goal. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a, that was a little bit different and it was cool to see them and cheer us on. Yeah. Now at any moment, did any of you or your teammates get together? Like, Hey, we have to do this for cousin Sal. He bet a lot of many thousands of dollars on the United States to win the most gold. Yours was the, the one I was least worried about. I mean, it was, uh, um, it was definitely coming. I, in. Um, I don't know if I was a part of that conversation. Uh, I might've missed that. Okay. I might've missed that at first. Uh, so I'll let you know if they, if they talked about that or not. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. If you do some research there now, what, now you're back, you're back in the colonies. You're playing, obviously, big, big, you know, it's everything. Competition is heating up. You guys are one game behind Seattle. Is that right? You're 15 and six. I think one game behind the storm, right? Yes. But so you come back to the States, you're one game behind the Seattle storm for the league's best record. Is it hard after winning a gold medal to be like, guys, we really have to dig deep and we have to beat the fever, right? Is is it strange or is it, or you just pick right back up where you left off? Um, it's kind of like a mindset, like mentally, just being able to kind of detach yourself away from that experience and like lock into the moment that we have now. Yeah. Um, and you're playing with the aces. So it's kind of like a switch that you have to, um, turn on right now that you're back into season and it's full steam ahead. Like we're trying to end regular season, one of those top two spots. So I think it's just had to switch your mindset a little bit. And now you're playing, you're playing with people that you've been playing for a minute and um, it's now traveling in the season. So just a kind of a reset mind wise. Yeah. And how is Bill Lambert as a head coach? You must have some good stories for him. Bill is Bill. One thing I do know um, is that he wants the best for his players. Um, he, he pushes us to, to be great in, in, in that aspect. Um, but you also can tell that he he's a player's coach. Like he understands what it means to be an athlete and be a player and have this schedule. And so the way he communicates with us is a little bit different, but Bill is always going to be Bill. <laughs> yeah. And so that's the, that's the perfect line I can, I can say about Bill Embiid. Do you think the other coaches, men or women are afraid of him? He might, you know, you know he might pop off anytime. Um, let him tell it probably, but <laughs> no, I don't think anybody's scared of Bill. I'm not. <laughs> you like to cook to take the edge off? I, I was uh, reading about this. Yes, it's kind of like my therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I've, I've been gone and I've been in Tokyo, been in a hotel, and I had to rely on other people cooking. And now I'm just like, I can't wait to get home and cook. <laughs> like right. that's what I get excited about. It's like my way of getting out of this headspace of, you know, Chelsea, the athlete, the home person, the person that likes to cook and enjoy it. 
and try different things and be creative with it. What's your what's your go to dish or what do you like working on now? Oh, man, my tacos are fire. Really? Uh, Sounds good right now. I would say my tacos, my meatballs, um, maybe my stuff, but a little bit of everything. But I would say number one is probably my tacos. Nice. I mean, you live in Vegas. I I mean, to take on the initiative of cooking when there's buffets everywhere. (laughs) See, I'm a slob. I don't even think of these Mm -hmm. things. Um, What about about Vegas? Do you feel you have a home court advantage like none other that you know, these other squads come to Vegas and they let loose, they go crazy. Although with the pandemic, it hasn't been as uh, accessible, but uh, do you feel there's a little bit of that? And you guys are now trained and you live there. So it's not so big a deal, such a big deal, but you have the visiting teams come in, wreak havoc. I think it's, I think a lot of people actually love coming to play in Vegas because of our fans and because mm-hmm. of the atmosphere in which we play. Um, so I, I feel that it is advantage. Um, we yeah. try to win every home game that we have. Um, we've slipped <laughs> a couple, mm-hmm. a few, but um, I think when you take care of your home court and you feel that behind your fans, like you're in good position when it comes to playoff time. There you go. All right. Well, you're a game behind. Brother Bry, um, you know, has he's a degenerate gambler and he's lost a lot of money on the WNBA. <laughs> can you give him any? Can you give him any tips on when to bet you guys? When to bet against you guys after a road trip? Coming back from a road trip. Is there anything, anything you could help? Um, I don't really have any advice. I would always say just don't bet against us. Yeah. Are, are you? Yeah. Fi- are you guys? Fi- well, I know this is your first year on the Aces, but you're finally going to top the storm this year. That is the plan. I want to be holding up that banner. <laughs> well, what about also? What about the the WBA Commissioners Cup is tonight? So I'm curious your thoughts on that and. Um, who do you like? Because I, right now I'm I'm debating who I'm betting on in this game. <laughs> <laughs> Man, don't try to get any any tips out of me. But I think it's a cool kind of experience. It's a way for to draw fans back in after a little bit of a break, and so everybody will tune in to the Commissioner's Cup. Um, I gotta go with my USA teammates and Sue, Jewel, and uh, and Stewie, of course. Um, but I, I'm looking forward to a good game and to get back in the swing of things. Yeah, there you go. Well, we're very excited to have you. But uh, I feel that I need to write a check to whatever charity you want. You say the next charity that comes out of your mouth because I won money and uh, you were a lot largely due to you and your effort and um, the women's basketball team. So where can I write this check? Uh, let's do Precious Lamb Elementary, going to the kids, of course. Precious Lamb Elementary. All right, I can yeah. do that. I'm going to look that up. By the way, I look it up. This is no surprise to you, but um, you know, it's Chelsea Gray is a color. It's a shade of gray. You know this. I'm not. I'm not telling you anything. But to do research on you, you have to go through 17 Google pages from Restoration Hardware before I could get to you. <laughs> is there any way they could change that? Can you sue them or? I don't know what happened. Do your parents know that um, going in? Actually, when I first started playing, I looked at my name. You're exactly right. I thought there was going to be a little bit. I haven't Googled myself in a while. So maybe yeah. I'll try to send an email over to Google. Exactly. I think you are uh, more popular than the shade right now. So uh, we got to change that around. All right, Chelsea, thanks so much for coming on. American hero. God bless you. Be careful with that metal. It looks too heavy. I, I just I hope you don't strain your neck or anything. I, I joked about wearing it all the time. Maybe you could take a break. I'll just let it um, rest on my pillow a little bit. There you go. All right. Thanks, Chelsea. I appreciate it. Thank you, Chelsea. Thanks, Chelsea. Congratulations. Congrats. Nice meeting all of you. Yes. Congratulations. Likewise. Bye-bye. She's great.
All right, Precious Lamb Elementary. That's where the money goes, Excellent. Harry. You got to give it back. Yeah, that's give it fantastic. Back. Good stuff, Sal. Good Gold stuff. medalist. Why not? You know, I didn't. Get, I didn't get a chance to ask her, but yeah, Riley, my ten-year-old daughter. You know, she she has it in her head that she's going to be in the WNBA, and I just, you know, uh, I don't know how realistic this is. Just, <laughs> I, I meant to well, ask I don't know. her what she needs to do. Maybe. All right. Well, we have her. Uh, we have her Zoom information, <laughs> so you can send her pictures of Riley. We can figure it all out. Uh, all right. Right there. So that's where we'll be going. Precious Lamb Elementary. There you go. All right. FanDuel Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And with FanDuel, same game parlays. You can turn little bets into big paydays. Yes. Over under points, three point shooting spread, side total, anything at your disposal. Do it all on FanDuel Sportsbook. Payouts in as little as two hours. Easy to use, safe, and secure. Plus, if you're a new customer, you get a risk-free first bet up to $1,000. It makes every game feel like the finals all season long. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app or head to FanDuel.com and sign up using promo code against all odds to bet the NBA today and get your first bet risk-free. All right, here he is, our guest today, one of the best wrestlers on the entire planet. And if you don't believe me, ask the other host of this podcast, Parley Kid, Brother Bry. They will remind you over and over again. He is a Division I champ, an Olympic gold medalist, and an American hero, Gable Stevenson. What's happening, buddy? Man, what's happening? What's happening? I'm glad to be here. You know what it is. <laughs> we know what it is. Congratulate. Do you have the gold with you? I, I always fascinated to see how far... People have the gold medal it's, from where it's they, upstairs they right now. So upstairs, I got it with okay. me, but it's upstairs. Wow, you have an upstairs and everything. This guy's got it all. He really does. <laughs> well, congratulations. Um, I just I want to talk to you about that last match. I mean, I've watched the end of that goal. First of all, how many times have you watched the end of that match? Um, I probably watched hundred plus times at least. Really? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's, it's, it's fascinating to me because like when we're over there, I could, I wasn't able to watch the video because like copyright issues in Tokyo and like NBC Olympics through America. So it was like oh. weird that I couldn't watch it. So, so when I got home, it's probably like hundred plus times, even though like I lived the match, I like to see it from like a third person. So it, it was crazy. Of course. I watched it 20. I know these guys have watched it dozens of times. I mean, I need to ask you in your head. So you're down three points in your head. Did you know how you needed to finish the 10, the last 10 seconds and then six and a half seconds after the stoppage? At that time, it was a score as much as I can and, and try to get quick takedown. So that, um, that first takedown was kind of, was kind of quick. And then I let him up. And then after that, it was just like, I, I since he, he was getting a little gassed out. And so at that point it was just like, who, Whose heart is going to be bigger in that spot? Who's going to go out there and, and throw throw themselves out there to secure this match? So, uh, yeah, I, I think I did that. So, and it was yours. It was your heart. And by the way, they should have at least handed you a silver in gymnastics after the backflip celebration. I mean, that was Man, pretty maybe great a, too. maybe a goal, maybe a goal at least. Maybe a goal, of course. Yeah. Uh, does it bother you though? It would bother me. I mean, wrestling is one of, if not the toughest sports on the planet and to win gold. I mean, you're going against the very best in the world and sometimes guys who are like a dozen years older than you. Um, it's, it's ridiculous the way it breaks down, but does it, do you get a guy like you mad, a gold medalist when you see the dudes that wave the ribbons walking around are also gold medalists? Uh, no, I don't, I don't really mind. I mean, they, they do their thing. I do my thing. Um, I'm not gonna, not gonna blow their, blow their vibe as, as they're trying to do, <laughs> do their own thing. But I mean, 
Yeah, like you said, um, wrestling, uh, yeah, I'm wrestling guys like eight dozen years older than me, probably like 102 years old at max. And so um, when, I, <laughs> wow. when I go out there and I see guys about six, five and three, like 265 pounds look like they're 80 years old. It, it is crazy. But um, for, for me to go out there and do it at 21 years old is, is most definitely outrageous and something special. And so it, it do you like that me. challenge? Do you like that challenge more? I mean, I guess you do because you, 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 you took it on and like, or do you think someone should step in and say, okay, uh, just like politicians shouldn't be around for uh, 90 years, maybe, maybe, uh, the 40 year old wrestlers, 50 year old wrestlers, um, could, could step aside. I feel like some of them got to step aside, you know, they're, they're hitting their, their grandkids and stuff and their grandkids got to watch some moves to me. And so their grandkids probably ask them right now, like, what's going on? Why are you losing to a 20 year old kid when you're six years old? So. <laughs> no, I, it, I don't really mind. Like I like the challenge. I like going out there and, you know, it's um the showmanship that I bring and the act that I bring with it is, is cool. And so to be able to go out there and put on a good show against older guys like that is, is crazy. Now uh, your parents, I'm sure they're lovely people, but they did a ridiculous thing in giving you the name Gable Dan. Obviously after Dan Gable, they switched it up. Uh, one of the great wrestlers of all time, American wrestlers. I feel like this is way too much pressure. I mean, they might as well have named you Lincoln Abraham and told you, Hey, you're going into politics. Does this, yeah. um, th th was this, how early on did it actually ring in your mind? Like, Oh my God, this is a, a lot of pressure and I have to come through here. Right. I think it is a lot of pressure. Like you said, it should name me Lincoln Abraham. To be honest, it might as well name me um, <laughs> Johnson Rock v. Dwayne. So right. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, like uh, it is not, I don't think it's a lot of pressure. I mean, um, the namesake holds a, holds a heavy name. And for me to like repeat that when Dan Gable won the gold medal in 72 and I won in 2021, it's like, who's going to name their kid Gable next. And now that kid has the pressure of the world on his shoulders. Yeah. So, so I, already, right. I already lived, I lived it. And now the next kid who's, there's probably going to be a bunch of kids named Gable in like probably two years, who knows? So um, the next kid that's named Gable that wrestles is going to have the weight of weight of the world on his shoulder because he has to one up that performance I did. So, I mean, that's right. It's, it's that's crazy. right. It is. It is. Uh, Parley kid, brother, Bry, you have anything to uh, ask? Yeah, I'd Gable? like to ask yeah. Gable uh, sure. a few things. Yeah. One, thanks Gable. Um, uh, a couple weeks ago on this podcast, I gave you out at six to one to win the gold medal. Whoa. Uh, so uh, I don't know how much uh, you uh, are into wagering or betting, but uh, that means uh, for every dollar uh, wagered, you would win six. Uh, so people did benefit uh, from that. I, I didn't think you should have been six to one at all. I think uh, I had you as the favorite anyway. So thank you. Uh, here's a couple things. One. Freestyle or, or, or folk style, what do you prefer? Freestyle, uh, oh, it's all stand-up. I mean, it's more entertaining. Uh, folk style, you get guys that, the ride-outs and all that, that's that's boring. That's a, that's a waste of time. to the to, For me, that's a waste of time to the fans. I come over there and pay so much money to watch us front row, and you got, you got to watch a guy get rode out for two and a half minutes, so that's boring. Freestyle is like, you take a guy down, you got five seconds, five to ten seconds to turn him, and we're right back to the feet, getting back to the action. So freestyle is a lot more entertaining. Interesting. Excellent. And one one other question. Our buddy Harry. Harry, can you wave? Harry's <laughs> Harry's about five six, about the same weight as you, but <laughs> about uh two sixty. Might even have a little bit on. I'll take two sixty. I'll take two sixty. Okay. Thanks, Darren. Uh he, he's also fifty years old. He's a he's a grown man. Uh how long he claims he could last over 30 seconds with you in a wrestling match. Oh come match. on. Do you oh, think that on. how quickly could you pin right. Harry? In a wrestling match. Harry probably got, um, 
<laughs> Harry's probably got at least probably like eight seconds max because I'm, wow the, the way his neck and back might work you might not get pulled that right way and so you know might break and you said he's short and he's stocky so very kind we might break yeah, he's very He's very unathletic. Too. And Gable, I'm five seven and a quarter, to be honest. <laughs> I say freestyle, four and a half seconds, folk style, maybe six seconds. I don't, I don't think it can That's get probably, any, yeah. any further and, and than if that. If I could, I might surprise, I might surprise at folk style, though. I really might. I don't. We think could so. keep might. Gable here all day because we're all huge wrestling fans. But uh, Gable, what's next? I mean, uh, we follow you on Twitter. Uh, you know, you're talking about WWE. We have the Buffalo Bills have weighed in uh, on you, maybe getting a little look with them. Uh, UFC is also in the picture. You could come back and still <laughs> wrestle for uh, for Minnesota. What's what's next for you? Hosting very, Jeopardy, must be maybe. Very exciting. Yeah. Uh, it like it is very exciting. I mean, the whole world is open after this Olympic gold medal. So, like you said, WWE, UFC. I mean, a couple a couple NFL teams, not just one. There's been a couple. That have that. I'm sure. So, um, the Bills, uh, there's there's an agent that deals with the Titans. I've struck some interest. So, I mean, that's kind of cool. So, and I'm, I'm and I'm hoping the hometown city Vikings would like to strike some interest and give me give me some playing time or practice time or whatever. But uh, I mean, like they said, there's so many options for me to for me to do. And I mean, going back to school is an option and all that. So, um, I'm gonna take it one step at a time. I'm starting this week with um, WWE SummerSlam. And in Las Vegas, so I'll be over there making that yeah. difference, and that'll be a cool thing. And so I'm gonna nice. take the time and go from there. Was uh, yeah, I, you know what? I haven't. I don't even know if you're up for this, but I say, you know, there's so many things you could do. Like we said, UFC, uh, NFL. You can go back to school. WWE. I think we send you every three months to Afghanistan, and you just kick kick ass and clean it up there, right? And then you come back and like, do what you want. Everywhere, you I go, I take care, everywhere I go, I take care of business. So like, there no you way. go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That couldn't be bad. Uh, I'm thinking it was your favorite WWE wrestler, uh, Brock Lesnar, also oh, from Minnesota. Yeah. yeah, Brock Lesnar. Just because, he, you know, he's from Minnesota. He He's left his legacy in Minnesota. He's won a national title. He's he's done it all. So that's a guy um, I look to for, you know, for guidance. And he gives me everything that, in the right way, in a professional way. So, um, Brock Lesnar, he's a legend. You can't, the name rings bells everywhere. So I hope to end up be like that, being like him one day, and it'll be cool to follow his footsteps. Pretty great. And following his footsteps means ping ponging between WWE and UFC, yeah. which uh, you, I could, you could pull that off and uh, no problem. On the- yeah. Something like that. Yeah. By the way, if you need any help, I was a WWE wrestler. I know we joke around here. I did wrestle Santino Morella about a dozen years ago. I suplexed him. I have an airplane spin in my arsenal. So I'll send you the tape. You know, whenever you want to work out, it's fine. You know, you show me freestyle, folk style, and I'll show you the I'll show you the ropes in between the no, ring right there. Yeah, I'm gonna need I'm, I'm gonna need your guidance. So out of all out of everybody that I know, <laughs> you're you're not you're most definitely number one. I gotta talk to you. There you me. go. You're taking <laughs> high caliber. I mean. What other way? To, what other way to call you right now? And and you give me the best guys possible live on a show too. So, yeah, whenever you're free, I'll I'll uh, set it up. Uh, Brother Bry, you have anything for uh, Gable? Well, you know, I was just going to say Parley Kid uh, brought it up before, but you know, we are huge college fans, so I'm a little biased. And you know, the fact that we would love to see you come back to college. I mean, the fact that you've only had a chance to win one NCAA championship, it would be great. You know, the fact that I think. We thought maybe coming in, you were going to win four. So 
Is there anything, you know, the fact that you can now make money in college with name, name, image and likeness is, is that now more of a possibility that you could come back because of that? Or is it just the challenge is not really there for you? Um, Or, uh, you know, I know you were kind of answering that before, but. I feel like um, for me to come back would be a good deal for the university and um, myself too. You know, I go out there and get finished my school, get my degree, you know. Even if I don't want to get it, I still can in years say I have that piece of paper to to go back on and, and show people. So I think that it is a cool deal, especially to come back to school in a year and we're going to have fans. Last year, we didn't have no fans and come back and, and entertain them one more time, have them see me again for my, for my senior year would be kind of cool too. So, I mean, like, there, like I said, there's a lot of um, a lot of options and a lot of crazy options, a lot of outrageous um, big time people like Vince and all them saying hi. So it is cool. So. But um, who knows that that Maroon and Gold Singlet could strap back up, or I could walk away from it. I mean, my 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 decision will come soon. Here, I just one day at a time. And when you and I when will, you, uh, I, okay, I will, yeah. say, I will yeah. say when I uh, your freshman year, I'll be honest, <laughs> I lost a lot of money. I, I gambled on you to win the NCAA tournament. You can actually do that your freshman year. So I was going to ask you: Was the Kassar loss? I don't know whether in the semis or the big 10 championships, was that the most disappointing match you've had in the last say like 10 years? Cause you never lose. You haven't lost uh, since eighth grade since uh, then, right? Pretty much. Yep. Was that one of your most disappointing matches, the Kassar match. Uh, I wouldn't say disappointing. I would say probably the biggest learning, like step learning curve, you know, cause um, he went out there and won a national title. He did everything correct. And so by him doing everything correct, I came back the next year, did everything in the, in the best yeah. possible. And then this year I came back and did, did it all again in the most perfect way. And so that was um, not devastating. I mean, obviously, I was like, oh, I lost the national tournament. But at the end of the day, I knew that um, after that loss, it was like a, another step to, for me to, like, do some great. And now look at me. I'm at, I won the Olympic yeah. gold and now yeah. a national tournament. And I won the highest trophy, too, like the highest in wrestling. So, like, I mean, that loss right. definitely um, picked up steam. And it obviously still picks up steam to this day. And. Uh, if I come back to college, the goal is to to, to bonus point every way through and, and come back with another highest trophy and national championship again. You know, Gable, Brian is being bashful here. He lost $5,000 betting on you in that match. And I think it inspired him to lose even more. And so it was inspiring for everybody. Well, we won, we won some of it back on the Olympic gold. That we, we definitely I'll, did. I'll tell you about the Olympics. <laughs> Cause I was like, plus um, one day I was like plus 500 and I was like, bet all your money. Yeah. And people didn't believe it. And I was telling like all the close friends, I was like, bet all you I saw the betting odds and I was like, bet all the money on on me winning. And they're like, nah, yeah. plus five hundred. What if um Turkey or Georgia beats you? And I was like, no, no, no. Put the money down because I'm gonna go out <laughs> uh, there to win. And then like a nice. week later, the odds came back like 150. And I was like, all right, yep. Now put a lot of money on it because most people like there was like there was like a couple people that believe me, but like a lot of people come back. Oh, I put twenty dollars. No, bro, I'm talking about put two thousand or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Nice. You know, I wonder now. I'm thinking they have in-game betting, so like even during a football game or in the middle of a a tennis match or something, you could bet even though the the game has started, the match has started. I wonder with ten seconds left, brother Bry, what's Gable a thousand to one uh, underdog? Oh, yeah. Probably with those last 20 seconds left, like the fact that the guy had shot on you right with 20 seconds left too, originally, too. So, yeah, I mean, the fact that yeah, yeah. I would probably say, yeah, probably like at least a thousand to one. Well, good for you. You made me want money because I bet uh, most golds for the U.S. and we edged them out and we edged out China at 39, 38. 
Thanks to you, Gable. And I appreciate it so much. I want to donate to your favorite charity or your third favorite charity. I don't even care where it is on your rankings. Give me a charity. I will write a check today or I'll go online and donate. Where am I sending the money? A charity. Oh, I don't actually, I don't know many, but let me, let me message you and text you. Cause you have my Okay. Twitter. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I'll if you want to text good, me, I'll that's find great. Good and, and we'll get right. Just, All right. I need to get into that side of town. You know, I actually was about to get into um, some inner city kids over here. So, I mean, that, that'll be cool. But let me find something cool and, and see what's up. All right, buddy. Well, thanks for coming on. Good luck at SummerSlam. There he is. American hero. He did it. Gable Stevenson. Thanks again, pal. Thank you. Thanks, Gable. Thanks, Gable. Thanks, thanks Gable. man. Awesome. Thank you. Later. How exciting was that, Parlay Kid? I mean, it's it's kind of embarrassing <laughs> when, uh, you know, a 50-plus-year-old man like myself is, like, in yeah. awe of a uh, 21-year-old. But um guy's great. He's great. He's an entertainer. And um, he's won us some money. Well, he won me some money. And uh, I know yeah. he, he made Brother Bry some of his money back. So And he just saved me $100 by not having a charity to donate to. I mean, the yeah. guy's a, a cash machine here for me. It really is great. Oh, no, we're going to, Joel... Babyface, we're going to have to reach out to him. I do want to send to his uh, a charity well, on his behalf. Part of the kid's been asking for weeks to Joel. Like, Joel, can we get Gable on? Can we get Gable on? Yeah. Can we get Gable Way on? Go, Joel. Didn't think That's it was good, happening, but we got it. Guys, the guy has got, I mean, I don't know how many more options could you have, right? I mean, the Who, guys- Joel, you mean? No, Joel has no <laughs> options. This is it. He can't really do anything else. Yeah. All right, that'll do it. Hey, this was so much fun. We're rerunning another episode back on Friday. Three wrestling legends, Drew McIntyre, The Miz, and Johnny Knoxville. You laugh, but he lasted a whole 93 seconds in this year's Royal Rumble. Those three cut an hour's worth of promos with us. Very excited to hear it all again for now. That'll do it for Chelsea Gray and Gable Stevenson. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. No, no, no.